you're it's me good looking lee this is the thank me later podcast today i got a very special guest a very funny guest uh introduce yourself uh you want my name <laughs> yes uh, caleb barge <laughs> caleb who are you i am a straight white male <laughs> do you like uh, long walks to the bank long walks to the bank yeah what do you mean for like mm. to get money out anything caleb to see money i don't like banks that much <laughs> why not um i don't know just it makes me ner- being around a lot of money makes me nervous because <laughs> <laughs> people then people pay attention to you and oh. people will try i thought about robbing banks before <laughs> how, how, but you're nervous. it's very i know but it's very um i think robbing a because there was this bank in my hometown that used to just get tried. People had tried to rob it all the time, and that's I think it's fascinating for people that because you're going to prison bad <laughs> if you get caught. It's really easy yeah, to get caught, but you got to have some fucking balls to do that to shit. Try it, right? Yeah, but don't they like mark the bills and stuff? Yeah, and then they have that, the dye. that. Yeah, they have that dye that explodes. Mm-hmm. There was this guy on Craigslist who put an ad out, and he said, "If you want to." It was like for some labor work. And he goes, show up wearing this clothes. And everyone who showed up wore those clothes. And he robbed a bank. And what? so when the police were looking for him, they were like, oh, it's a blah, blah, blah. He's wearing a red shirt and blue jeans. And everyone in the area at the time was wearing like a wow. bunch of people. And then he, I think he escaped on a boat <laughs> in a river. Yeah. Wow. I know that's. Yeah. The internet is crazy. I know. And then, have you seen um, on Netflix that new show, The Evil Genius? No, I've never watched it. Is you it good? Should, yeah, you should watch that. I'm gonna check it out tonight. They, yeah, they like forced some dude to rob a bank. What? They How strapped they force a bomb. They strapped a bomb to his chest, oh. and then you see in the video the, the bomb goes off and he dies. What? <laughs> Caleb, that's not funny. <laughs> it's not funny at all. That's not funny, guys. But, uh, Caleb is the host <laughs> of one of my. I like I like his podcast. Oh, One of my favorite you. shows. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, uh, we're going to hell. Yeah, yes. talk about your show, Caleb. Talk about my show. Um, I am a stand-up comedian, and my co-host Mike Hernandez. He couldn't be here because he lost his phone like a like a, a kid <laughs> <laughs> again. Mike, you lost it again. Um, yeah. So I told him about the podcast, and he probably forgot. Because he doesn't have a phone, and when you Mike don't, don't have a, know who I am, you're pretty why. yeah. And when exact, well, he knows who you are. Nah, he don't really know how heavy I am out here. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. On yeah. these on these streets, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um. He. Yeah, I mean, if you don't have a phone, you're pretty much dead to society. Exactly. <laughs> so how does how do you contact? I can't call his home phone. He doesn't fucking have one. You know, up until like a few months ago, I still had a relative who still had a house phone. Really. Mm-hmm. And then she was like, I don't know why I'm paying for it. I don't use it. Nobody uses it. Exactly. And she cut it off. I think. It was my, fascinating to see that. Yeah, my mom still has a home home line. Where are you from, Caleb? I'm from uh, the Hudson Valley. How'd you end up here? How'd I end up here? I, well, I was living in my hometown of New Paltz. Um, if you know that, it's a college yeah. town, like a bunch of hippies. A bunch of kids from Long Island that, that uh, like Sublime and they, <laughs> they grow dreadlocks. And they look fucking <laughs> awful. White kids with dreadlocks is like the worst. <laughs> it looks terrible. It looks like a, a like a tree fungus growing out of your fucking head. It doesn't look good. <laughs> they stink. You know, <laughs> they were they put they put patchouli oil on their stupid yeah. skin. And like, <laughs> have you ever smelled patchouli oil? It smells like the garden section of Home Depot. It just smells <laughs> like potting soil. Yeah. And they put the shit on their bodies to say like that's their that's like a hippie's cologne or something. Wow. I thought, wouldn't you just go all natural if you, uh... If I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, but I didn't know that that was... Like, I didn't know that they specifically smelled like the garden section. <laughs> I didn't know They're that. They're like, we want to be one with the, the earth. It's like, yeah, why don't you just roll around in the mud? You're already dirty. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yeah. Anyway, yeah. So you ended up here for what? Oh, yeah. I, I, I moved here to do stand-up comedy, and it's going great. Oh, that's good. Yeah, good job, right. Caleb. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. you you started your show before you met Mike, right? Yes, I started my show with uh, a fellow comedian named Zach Irwin, and he quit. He had other stuff to do. 
Did you make him quit, Caleb? No, I didn't. I did oh. not. I asked. It was a. It was a kind of dislike. Do you Do you want to do this anymore? And he said no. And I went okay. That was it, basically. Were you guys friends though? Yeah, yeah, yeah we're good friends. Are we're you still, still good? friends? Yeah, yeah, we're still good friends. Yeah. Oh, okay, because he kind of left you hanging, and that's not cool. Yeah, he got stuff to do. He's he's writing a comic book now, and oh, that's cool. You can. I mean, that shit is serious right now. Everyone's doing comic book stuff. Um, and you can self publish on Amazon. So people, oh right, who knows? He might be a millionaire in like ten years. Who knows? Yeah, keep him close. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm gonna wax his balls. For him. <laughs> so how'd you meet Mike? Uh, through stand up. Um, we did a show. There was this bar on Broadway called. It was called um, the fuck was it called? Oh, Goodbye Blue Monday, is in Bushwick, and they used to have a. Sh- My friend Johnny, who's a filmmaker now, he used to run a show there. Every Thursday, me and Mike just met there, and that was the craziest show because it was you walk in and there's a stage right there, mm-hmm. and you can just and it's a bar, so random motherfuckers walk in, and you never know what the show is going to be like. Like there was a there was an old woman that used to hang out there, and I think her name was like Betty or something. And she used to just heckle the shit out. She used to give me the finger <laughs> while I was on stage, and I was like, "What the fuck's wrong with you?" But then she, I, and she would. She loved it. She started laughing. She th- we were like, "Oh, she's a good time. She's right. just a fucking weirdo." Right. She'd just be like, "Yeah, fuck you." <laughs> and I'd be like, "Okay, you know, yeah, she's part of the show." But when did you know, like, you should take comedy serious? Uh, when I should take it. Ser- what I. Um, what do you mean? Like, what made you be like, you know what? This is it for me. Like, comedy is it? Because I mean, were you like um, a class clown? Um. When I was in a private Christian school, they hated me. Because you play so much? Yeah, I didn't take it seriously. Yeah, I went to Catholic school. I know yeah. how it goes. It's, I mean, the Jesus thing. I don't know. There was this, I had this teacher named Mr. Carrier, and he hated me. Hated me so much. Because I was an asshole to him. Because <laughs> he was, in, he was, I don't know. I used to make fun of him all the time. I, he, dude, he had the worst body oil. He should have worn patchouli oil, but it would have smelled. <laughs> he would come up to you and stare at you while you're taking your test. I literally had to hold my nose closed because I was going to fucking puke. He smelled that bad. And I was like, dude, do something. You're dying. I yeah. smell that you're dying. <laughs> but like he, you know what he did, which is actually fucked up. I remember my mom at the end of the um, year, he gave um, like these little certificates out to be like and this is one good quality about the person and he couldn't find anything about me no you know what he did he gave me a certificate that said your name is biblical (laughs) my mom was like that's the only thing he could find good about you and i was like the fucking dude hated me nah that's foul but that is hilarious i mean yeah he he came from a navy background so he was very strict and i was like go fuck yourself (laughs) you know that's why i don't like my dad used to be like, you should join the military, Caleb. And I was like, no. First of all, I don't like being told what to do. And I ain't going to go fight in some fucking... I don't want to go to Kuwait. Have you seen camel spiders? Yeah. Fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> that shit That shit was running as fast as a fucking car. Yeah. A spider, I would probably poop or pee myself if I saw that thing coming at me. Like, I, dude. I don't even like spiders. I don't either, I don't man. like insects, really. I actually... Used to hate spiders, and I used to fucking like hate them. But now I got, I don't know. Maybe it's because I'm like much more. I started doing a lot of psychedelic drugs, <laughs> so maybe I'm like, it's a living creature. I'm not gonna kill it. But like, you know what though? I'm not gonna lie. Usually, my white friends don't really react crazy in front of insects, so I would think like, oh yeah, you're in tune. <laughs> Sweet, which is where we come from the woods. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. My white friends yeah. don't really be like, oh shit, yeah. look at that. It'd be me, so I would think that you would be fine around insects. I no, I think they're annoying. I don't want them in my apartment. Ants are fucking pain. I have an ant Yo. problem because I live in a basement. I'm like, there was ants in my shower. I'm like, what are you doing? There's no food in there. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, maybe there is. I don't fucking yeah. know. I don't eat in the shower. But Yo. like, that's like, what the hell are you? T-? And I was like, guess what? Uh, from the gods comes a thunderstorm, and I fucking just, you know, they they died. <laughs> You know, no. now ants is real. Ants is real, but it's also the time right now. Yeah, it's every springtime it happens, and then yeah. they go away. I yeah. think they come in, they go. This guy's useless. He, <laughs> he barely has any food. <laughs> he doesn't. He orders out. He orders food and doesn't save any for us. So I don't know. 
And then I, you know what I have a lot? I have the little silverfish things. That's real. Yeah, they oh, they crawl on the ceiling and they scare the fuck out of me because they look like eyebrows. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They're fucking. Imagine just yeah, you just see eyebrows walking on the wall. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah. What exactly are they though? Do they? Do they? I don't know. They're a boring, stupid insect. Do they do no, anything to humans? They're f- no. Oh, okay. I don't think so. They're just food for something. Oh, okay. That's the purpose. Imagine you realized about that about yourself if you were a bug and you somehow had that knowledge. Like I'm just food for a fucking bird. That's my existence. <laughs> depressing. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. Depressing. I would bug kill myself. But aren't you like like a chef? What do you do with cooking? You you cook. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. I I was a chef for like ten. 11 years. Wow. Yeah. So why didn't you take cooking serious? Why comedy? Um, I don't like food that much. Isn't that really strange? You did strange? it 10 years. Yeah, and I hated it the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> hated it. I, once you get into a profession, like, I was in too deep. That's the only experience I had. That's the only people who would hire me. And I was, like, fucked. And I was, like, oh, my God. I was, like, so depressed. And I was, like, wow. I don't want... I mean, working in kitchens is like if you you have you ever worked in the kitchen? No. It's you have to be a crazy kind of person. I always say people chefs are crazy and strippers are crazy. <laughs> <laughs> you have to be a special kind of person to deal with like that shit. Like, and you know what? It's funny because that's it's sex and food, which is both necessities to human existence. Mm-hmm. So it's like to work in that, you get paid really low as a cook. Um, it's just not. It's sweat. It's hot. It's really fast paced, and I was I was boozing a lot too, like all the time. Because <laughs> and I used to get drinks for free. I was like, "Fuck yeah, I'm gonna take advantage of this shit." So you stayed for ten years. <laughs> yeah. Because drinks are free and it's it's quick and that's what you know. See, I thought yeah. I thought that you. I feel like you kind of love food though, Caleb. I did. I used to. Okay. And then people ruined it. That's usually what I, happens. I wanted my dressing on the side. Can you take that? Off? I'm like, I, I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> like, don't. You don't. It's not that big of a deal. But people, right. I don't know. When people go to a restaurant, they want to feel like they're being treated. You know, they're spending money. So they mm-hmm. want to be treated. Some people just think that they're the only person in the restaurant. And they're like, excuse me. Excuse me. <laughs> um, I don't hate to be a pain. If someone ever fucking says, I hate to be a pain, you're like, here we go. <laughs> This fucking this, big, this motherfucker. Also, a secret for everybody: if your order, if your friend orders a burger and he orders it well done, he just made all your food take way longer. <laughs> for real? Yeah. Don't get well done food. Why? Because it, it it it's twenty minutes. But what about everybody else? Where you could bring other food. Yeah, but they don't do it at the same. I mean, you you have oh, to right, say right, like, right. You don't hey, do that. you have to yeah. say like, you can bring our food before his. I I would love to. So I was with some guy once, and he ordered a well done burger, and I was like, "Dude, no, do medium. <laughs> well done is disgusting." Somebody told me that if you order well done burgers, you should just eat, off yourself. Yeah, you should just or, eat charcoal. I think she said you should eat leather. It was it was one of those. Me and also medium well. I know there's 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 rare, medium rare, medium, and then medium well, and then well done. Medium well is the same fucking shit as well done. <laughs> it's no pink. Well done is literally like there's no juices left in the fucking thing. <laughs> you threw it on the sun, basically. <laughs> it's like yeah. it's this guy. Don't I will never eat. I eat my burgers medium rare, and I steak rare. Sometimes black and blue. You ever had black and blue? No. What's that? That shit is just you turn the pan on really hot, and you sear both sides, and that's it. You eat raw steak, Caleb. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's delicious. I like blood. Good for you. <laughs> Wait, you. S- Black and blue, not yeah. medium. No, you're gonna get sick though. No, you're not. Why not? Because isn't I, that no? You, you can't eat raw meat though. You can eat. I mean, a lot of things like chicken is the only thing. Chicken and pork is the only thing that's kind of scary. But pork, I've also realized through many years of cooking, that shit doesn't have to be well done either. You can kind of it can kind of be towards. It's just still scary for people. Okay. Chicken, don't fuck with that. Okay. Yeah, uh, raw chicken. Also, it's this. Like, Why would you want ra- to? It's disgusting. Yeah. Like the texture of it is just not good. But a but, steak you can? Oh, my God. It melts in your mouth. That's delicious. So good. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Yeah. See, you um, you made me lose my shirt. Of <laughs> no, but uh, you, when you go out to eat, uh-huh. you do you only go to like, what was it that you're telling me? Do you only go to B's or is it A's? 
You was telling me that oh, bees are actually bees A's. Are f- bees are fine. Bees are, um, for the health department, bees are actually places that just probably didn't have enough money to pay What do you pay mean off by the, that? The health department. They're just food police, dude. They show up and they go, eh, this is weird. And you, they make up new rules all the time because guess what? People keep, restaurants just keep figuring out ways to, uh, the health department comes in and goes, okay. They were going to, they were going to make beards a violation. Why? Because it's hair on your face. Okay. First of all, a hair has never killed anybody. Why? <laughs> it's just people it's don't like nasty. it. Yeah. <laughs> but no, but think about it. If, okay. If you, if you swallow a whole person's fucking head of hair, you're going to choke. Right. But a one single piece, of, it is nasty because mm-hmm. that's dead shit and you're from somebody else. But if you think about it, it's never hurt anybody. Just one hair. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's just, it's not pleasant. Mm-hmm. But that's a violation. Also, if you don't have a drink uh, top on your cup in the kitchen, mm-hmm. that is a violation. That can make you get a B. So that's what I'm saying. Like they want, they're the food police. They want you to go in there and just like, they want us, they want money. That's basically oh. what it is. That's all it's all about. But C's are terrible, right? Don't go with C. Yeah, okay. that's bad. Yeah. B's are fine. Okay. A and B only. A means they had enough money to pay off the health department. Wow. A lot of these guys, too. I was working at this place once, and there was a guy, and he was not from this country. And he was like, there's mold in that cheese. And we were like, it's blue cheese. <laughs> It's fucking mold. That's what that's what blue cheese is. Yeah. And he goes, uh, I don't, I don't know, I don't know. And we're like, dude, it's fucking blue cheese. And he wrote us up for that. They had to go to court to fight that that wasn't fucking mold on the cheese. They had to pay money to get an A. But and in certain neighborhoods, like rich white neighborhoods, if you don't have a fucking A, it doesn't look good. This is the thing. I mean, it trickles down to every neighborhood, though, because, yeah. I mean, I've even gotten, and I'm from the ghetto, so yeah, yeah. if they tell me, <laughs> yeah. like, yo, bees, you got it, it's dangerous, it bees. gets, word of mouth spreads really fast. Yeah, bees are fine. Huh. But don't they, they don't train these food police to know, like, yeah, listen, this cheese should look this way. I know. It's that's, insane. Wow, that's a very money-hungry way. Yeah. There was, there was one, there was one time, um, we did, we had health inspection. That's another thing I'm so happy about. The health department is so scary because you can, you, it's a lot of money. Wow. And when, when you're working in a restaurant, they literally will just be like, people will run in the kitchen and go, fucking health department's period. And you, you have to, I did it on a Friday night once. I had to stop cooking and my orders piled up and the guy was like trying to be nice to me. And I was like, dude, you really are fucking, you're killing me right now. I had a full, rack of tickets and he was just like oh i'm doing my thing and then like he was like all right thanks man and then i had to make people's food you know and it sucks mm-hmm. like all at once yeah they um another guy walked in and he was like he was like i smell, I smell something funky in here and i was like dude are you a cop <laughs> no there's no weed in here dude <laughs> and he was like he was like what does that smell i'm like i have no idea they just try to make shit up and then they said, like, one time they were like, oh, see, that's, that's rat turds over there. I was like, that's fucking dirt. It's in the corner of a basement. Wow. They just make shit up. They just want your money. Wow. Yeah. Oh, so you're happy to be out of food. So happy. This breath of fresh air. Oh, my God. I can't stand it. <laughs> so how long have you been doing comedy? Uh, going on seven years now. That's a long time. Yeah. What What is it like, the life of a comedian? Sad. um it's got its ups and downs you know i mean like you got to be out every night trying to get spots yeah like do they have like a website where they can scout you check like how does this work because you know how actors have like yeah the the page it's a lot it's a lot of self-promoting now i don't think it used to be like that i don't know but like since the internet the internet changed comedy and it's a lot of self-promotion now and you don't have to go through the clubs, really. You can get a podcast and get famous. Is you that know? why you started your show? It's one of the reasons, yeah, to get more people to listen to me. And I can announce my shows and people will hopefully go. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, you get, I mean, you got to have, you got to be on social media. I can't stand social media. It's, I just don't like looking at my phone all the time, but you have to do it. And it was one of the things where I was like, I'm just not going to do it. I'm, I'm not going to do it. Like, I just don't want to do it. But I literally had to force myself to get addicted to Instagram. <laughs> I had to force myself. Now I'm looking at it all the time. And it's also, 
I just realized things about myself where I'm liking people's pictures and I've actually booked people because someone liked my picture and I went, oh shit, I haven't seen them in a while. I haven't booked, I'll book them, you know? Mm -hmm. So it's like being, you gotta be there. You gotta, people will forget you. It's very competitive. People will fucking forget you. Like I took a break for like almost a year and I had to start all over. Oh wow. Yeah, yeah, it was insane. What What is it like though, like, preparing for a show like do you run these jokes by anybody how do you even well you have to go to i, I go to mics still i mean sometimes uh, mics are the worst thing on the planet it's just <laughs> <laughs> you're trying to do stand-up for it's basically what i call it is going to like going to the gym you have to stay in shape you have to stay not rusty and i did a show the other night and i'm fucking rusty like i still i'm not as good as i used to be but i'm trying to get back to where i was but it's very yeah you got to just I mean, you just do stand up in front of a bunch of comedians who don't really want to be there either, you know. So it's just like it's a little sad, but that's where you got to start. Right. It. T- I. W- I've heard a lot of comedians talk about it's you learn you learn to embrace the silence. So when no one's laughing and you say something, there's nothing more terrible feeling than when you go on stage and you say a joke. It's a punchline, and it's supposed it kills, but you know it kills, and you know it's funny, and nobody laughs because you're at a mic. And you you panic. That's and comics are they'll smell that. People will smell that. Just regular people, and they'll. It, that's when you that's when you start to bomb, and that's the bombing is a really bad feeling. When you learn not to deal, like silence is not a big deal. You mm-hmm. just gotta because it's scary when you're on stage and no one's laughing. You're up there, you feel naked, and you're just like, okay, I've ooh, I've bombed. Ooh. I've bombed so bad before. <laughs> really bad. In front of a girl I liked at the time, too. That was the wow. worst. Yeah, we stopped fucking after that. <laughs> yeah, She's I heard, like, I can't do it. I heard. I had a friend. He said that he brought a girl to a show, and um, he bombed. And when he got off stage, she left. <laughs> Damn, that's embarrassing. I know. That is fucking embarrassing. That's embarrassing. You don't, like, if a, if, if a band had a technical difficulties with the amp, they, people wouldn't leave, you know? <laughs> You don't boo a painter. People fucking hate comedians, man. There's something about it that people are just so mean. They're like, you're not funny, asshole. But then when you make it, they love you. Exactly. And anything you say is funny. Yeah. It's it's funny how that works. Mm -hmm. That's that's everywhere, though. I think it's just throughout history. Like like the the jester back in medieval times, he was like the only person who could tell the king the truth. And the king didn't like it, you know. And if you weren't funny as a jester, you could be put to death. (laughs) They'd fucking kill you. That's why people still dress up as jesters. Yeah. Every Halloween. Yeah. So, like, when you got into, what led you to podcasting? What led me to podcasting? Um, I heard about it, and I was like, oh, you can have your own fucking radio show? Let's do it. I did it a long, I did it before, like, it was really popular, and I just started doing it, and my friend and I, Zach, he, we're both terrible at marketing, and we had no idea what to do, so... Then I contacted him again because it was like we hadn't done it for like three years because no one's listening. Like, there's no point. I feel like it's like it's fun as fuck. But that's how you start, though. I know. You start off nobody listening. I know. But this time around, I have way more listeners for how many episodes I had. I had a bunch of episodes on the old one and nobody listened. We also were on a network and the guy, I didn't really like the guy's, uh, the, um, I didn't really like being on it that much. It didn't. He didn't. It wasn't sell, like, he didn't sell promoter or anything. Like iTunes or anything. Was it? On no, iTunes? it was on. It was called a thing called NetWaveRadio.com. He didn't promote it at all or anything. So he so, didn't even believe in it. Maybe. Yeah, I don't know. But um, so when I found Gotham Podcast Studio, yeah, I, it gives this place gives you hope. I feel. Right. It makes you like people will listen and people are making fucking money off the shit, man. Like they really are. Yeah. There's a podcast called Guys We Fucked, um, the anti slut shaming podcast, and two comedians, they're, they're two girls, and they bumped Joe Rogan one day. Yeah. Downloads, yeah. They started off as comedians doing stand-up in New York City, yeah. There's a lane for everything. There's yeah, a lane exactly. for everything. How'd you meet Mike? Uh, I told you, through the, the show. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you met and, him through the show, but oh, how, when did oh. you know that Mike was like the best fill-in for, for Zach? Did you ever go alone? Oh. No, 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 no. I don't want to go. Oh, that's beautiful. Yeah, I don't want to go alone. I like having a co-host. Um, I He started off, I, you know what? I kind of was sensing that Zach was kind of like going to stop. 
and I was like, all right, Mike's the next thing. And he's Mike's very friendly. He can he, I feel confident enough with him when I bring on hosts cuz sometimes it's you ask like somebody who's kind of famous to be on and it's scary. It's not scary, but you get nervous. Yeah. And you're like, oh fuck. But it's, it's he I feel super confident with Mike there that I can it'll still be a great show. And he says really strange and funny things. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, he, and y'all he, together is, yeah, is a funny show. Yeah, yeah, it's funny, and I I bust his balls, he busts mine. It's it's good, it's funny. That's good though, cause I I like y'all chemistry. Oh, thank you. you. But did you guys did you ever prior to the show did you ever experience like did you try that out at a comedy show before you brought him on air or was it just like a cold he, call? He would I liked his stand up and it's very like old school New York. Mm-hmm. Um, he has that accent that old yeah. school Puerto Rican. Yeah, and he has a great bit about. He, they say he's New York's New Yorkers are the smartest people, but why do we keep getting hit by trains? <laughs> and he has this whole bit about it, and I thought it was I li- I really liked it. And then um, we would hang out after shows. <clears throat> excuse me. And he would f- he just says really crazy shit. Like I don't know, it's just funny. He matches you. Yeah. Well, when I really started to get to know him, we were we I put him on my show, and um, he had just watched the movie Sharknado, mm. and he was talking about the movie and. He, that night he just killed like after one big thing is like if you hang out with comedians afterwards and you're ki- and you're making them laugh that's a good that's good okay. it's all about being a good hang in comedy like it's not really this business isn't about being funny you no? know it's not you no, gotta but be you have to be funny though Caleb. you have to be funny okay. but like it's not I've <clears throat> excuse me I've seen some people who are not that funny and they're doing really well and it's just like what the fuck am i doing wrong <laughs> you know it's just like you just got to be a cool hang and you gotta just you gotta wait your turn there's that's a true. there's a line that's true i mean you must love it it's been seven years i love it i um i have a video on my website if you want to check it out calebarge.com um my videos up there that was way that that crowd it was so good it was packed comedy club in a basement there's just something really I just love that feeling where you're in a you're in a in a basement and you just you're just saying Is it shit. Because of intimacy, like you like being intimate with the crowd. Maybe, yeah. I mean, I just I really just enjoy. It's a high, that feeling of getting a laugh. It really is. And when you kill, there's not you feel like a you feel a thousand feet tall. It's just in, insane. And like, I don't know. I just, I've killed before and I've gotten off stage and it's just like I can talk to anybody. Like that's when you get the most girls, huh? Yep. <laughs> you, if you don't do well, man, they're like, "P.U. This guy is probably s- smells." <laughs> I don't know what that means. <laughs> yeah. But also, it's it's kind of a, you got to kind of shake it off. You got to be like, "Yeah, hey, I don't fucking care," because you'll get them next time. You know. But see, that's what I do get from you mm-hmm. about everything. Yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. whatever I figured out, I don't care. Yeah, just gotta move on. Don't don't dwell on um one thing for too long. Right. You just gotta go, oh well. I mean, honestly, I treat people like that. If you fuck up with somebody, you can always make it up to them next time or you can just eh, fuck it, whatever. It's a person. I mean, if that person if you need that person for something, that's gonna suck. You gotta like do some you gotta mend some bandages. <laughs> wounds that's what, I was, that's what I was trying to say but yeah you just kind what of, about love though Caleb what if oh, you love, love someone and then it's not just that easy to get rid of them oh absolutely not no. oh okay I thought no. you was like that in your love life <laughs> well <sighs> look see you might be I mean I I have a history of dating um, l- women with uh, they're, not, they're not all right in the head <laughs> <laughs> I think it, it's because I have this. I just want to help them. I stopped doing that recently. I said, "Fuck it." If they're not gonna help me, also, right? Then I'm just being a goddamn fucking. It gotta therapist. be mutually beneficial. Exactly. I dated an alcoholic recently. How was that? Oh my god! She you drink said, a lot. How was that? But here's the thing: I drink a lot, but I'm a good. I'm a fun drunk. I'm mm-hmm. a good hang. I'm not mean. I've never. I don't. I don't understand when people drink and they get mean. You're literally me drinking. You you're drinking happy juice and right. nothing bothers you're like yeah hey, whatever you know <laughs> I get really happy I don't know this girl got really mean she would say really nasty shit to me and I I took it for a while because I was like you know I'll build up my skin you know <laughs> so if I get in a future relationship and someone's like you you don't you're you 
don't clip your toenails. I don't know. That's a dumb example. <laughs> <laughs> but like, I would just be like, eh, whatever. You know? What? You got to just not give a shit about what people say. Well, I mean, <clears throat> I understand it being in a relationship, like, you got to care a little bit about what they. A lot of bit. A lot of bit. Well, not really. Why not? Because I'm me and that's who I fucking am. But I'm going to do. Thir- if you care, if you care who, yeah. if you care about the person, then you'll go. Okay, if that really bothers you, I will definitely stop. It's not a big deal to me. You know what okay. I'm saying? Okay. If it's not a big deal to me, I'm like. But if, if someone's like, I don't like you smoking or something like that, I'd be like, I don't fucking care. I'll quit when I want to quit. I'm in. I'm actually in the middle of quitting right now. Yeah. I, yeah. Cigarettes. Mm-hmm. It's really, really hard. It's like the hardest thing I've ever done. Are you gonna not smoke weed? <clears throat> oh no, no, no! I smoke weed. <laughs> Are you kidding me? <laughs> I do a lot of drugs. <laughs> yeah. People think in my neighborhood they used to think I was a cop, which is so funny to me because it's like, do you know how many you know I'm on drugs right now? <laughs> <laughs> I am not a cop. Yeah. I, I'm actually like insulted a little bit, but I go, I understand, you know. Yes, Caleb, you have to understand. You yeah, could but be I don't undercover. wear like uh, yeah, I don't wear like aviator sunglasses and shit. Like uh, <laughs> I wear the wayfarers, you know. Yeah. The, the old school, still, like I used to play piano you know in a rock they, band. <laughs> they trying <laughs> the 50s, to like yeah. spice up the undercover outfit though. They trying to like, so that we get confused. But would a cop ever wear like a, a shirt that says, I still miss George Carlin? <laughs> <laughs> yes, they would. Just to get really? us. Really? Yes, just to get us. It was a few months ago when I was the only white person in my neighborhood. I went out looking for cigarettes and the guy's face, because it was closed. It was late at night. And the, the swirly window was the only thing. What do you call that? The swir- I have no idea swirly window. Up, but yeah, the one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking about. I knocked on that shit. That dude looked like he saw a fucking ghost when he saw me. His eyes got really wide. And he was just like, uh, yes, can I help you? And I was like, yeah, can I get cigarettes? He's like, no. I was like, you don't have cigarettes. You fucking liar. And then a black dude walks up and goes, you let me get three. And he gives him three cigarettes and he walks away. <laughs> right in front of me. And I was like, ah, whatever. <laughs> I really want cigarettes right now. Like, I'll give you money. I, I, was, I was like, I was like, have money. I don't know why. He wouldn't even sell. I was like, can you sell me a pack of cigarettes? And he's like, no. That's legal, he motherfucker. Probably, he probably got shut down by the cops before. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. <clears throat> so it, yeah, I understand. What what's what's it been like like being on different drugs? Like, what's it like? Well, which one? <laughs> what do you, you want to hear? <laughs> what about like? Does cocaine do anything? Yeah. Um, do you get angry? Do you ever get angry? I I know people who turn into assholes when they do coke, because the come down really makes you a dick. I don't. Why though? Because you get so high, and you feel amazing, and you and you're like, then when it goes away, it's like bad. It's like the come down is the worst come down from any drug. It's worse than Molly. Wow. Molly is, uh, yeah, you get depressed when you come down from it. Cocaine, you get really depressed and you can become kind of anything pisses you can piss you off. I just don't, <clears throat> I don't fuck with cocaine, cocaine that much anymore. I Good d- job. Yeah, because um, it's too expensive and you could die from that shit. How much is, like, like I don't even know how cocaine works. How, there's how? never enough. <laughs> there's never enough, dude. Like, there's never enough. You'll, wow. And like it makes you kind of feel it makes you feel scummy because <clears throat> you have to go to the bathroom mm. to do it. It's super a fucking it's super illegal. Like that shit is no joke. Like it's they'll they'll put you in jail. Like I got pulled over by the cops once in my friend's car because he had a he had a warrant out in a different state or something. I had cocaine on me and I thought I was going to jail. I was like shit. It was it's like fifty it's like sixty bucks for a gram, but a gram is nothing. So you gotta go. Wow! I used to when I used to do it. I used to buy two grams. Caleb got money. I did not have money. <laughs> <laughs> I wasted my. I wasted a lot of money on that stupid drug. It it makes you. It, it's fun. It makes you. It's good when you're drinking. So what drugs make you happy? Uh, psychedelics. Oh, shrooms and yeah, and things. Mm-hmm. So when you is are there like occasions that you think about specific drugs? Like is it like yo? I got a show tonight at like a bar. Mm-hmm. Shrooms is the one. I've never done s- shrooms on stage. Um, I did. That's good. Yeah. Do you I, do all your shows sober? I try to. Okay. I dr- I have sometimes I have a beer or two, but um, I was doing it when I first started. I was doing it drunk, and then some comic was like, "You got to learn to do it sober." And I was like, "Okay," and I did. 
do it sober. And I was like, oh, it's not scary at all. It's just go up there and be yourself. You know, if you can't, people want to see you, who you are. Right. They want to know your thoughts. And if you can be interesting and be funny, you, you're going to have, you're going to, people are going to want to see you again, you know? But, um, I did, I, I've been microdosing, um, psychedelic mushrooms right now because I heard there was a lot of benefits to it. And ever since I started, um, my anxiety has gone away. Um, I used to get really big anxiety on the train sometimes. Too Why? Because too many people were? Yeah, too many people and small space, you know. And I used to be like just sitting there like, I hope this fucking train ride is over. Now I just don't care because you feel com- you, you feel more comfortable in your own skin when your anxiety goes away, you know. Right. Um, <clears throat> at, uh, I, did, I did do a show at Goodbye. Sorry, excuse me. <clears throat> I did do a show at Goodbye with Monday back in the day where we all were on acid because I saw something on Vice about a comedian do stand-up on acid. And I, it was the worst acid I've ever done in my life. <laughs> like, I, I didn't feel that shit until I went into Wendy's. <laughs> I was like, it's fucking corporate. <laughs> I don't like it. It's processed food. It's bad for you. Like, that's when I started to, like, feel it a little bit. But, like, I was on stage and I just, I was just talking about anything i could think of i think i was talking about zoos for some reason i don't know what it was and it was what like, if you could feel it but you have such a high tolerance that you don't know that you feel in it that's possible i think i think if i did stand up while i was microdosing i have done it i have done stand up like i've taken the, the microdose and i've done, went and gone and done stand up and it was kind of wearing off and like, i totally forgot i did that was on it but it's like it's a great it's a great feeling it makes me feel confident. Um, I hear that a lot. I hear like things like shrooms. Like they probably they want you to believe that it like will kill you, but you know a lot of people it it helps them with anxiety mm-hmm. and helps them focus and stuff. You know more power to. I'm um, a firm believer that those are good for you. Um, even a bad trip, you can still get something out of it. It's scary. There's a lot of people who were like I. Did mushrooms and I had a really bad time and I was like, yeah, well, guess what? You took too much. You ever drink too much? Yeah. It sucked, right? Yeah. Yeah, but you still drink still. People just – people – because getting inside your brain is like – there's some scary shit. And also psychedelics help you to – because I do it I do with them so much that it got to the point where they weren't fun anymore. They were like life lessons. They were like, all right, like one time – um, I was on shrooms and they basically told me, they were like, I think you need to forgive your father. And I was like, nope, <laughs> not ready for that shit. Cause a lot of, you know, a lot of your trauma comes from your childhood, mm-hmm. bad parenting. So like, that was like, I was like, ah, shit, come on, man. Not today. I wanted to, I was in the park. I was having a nice time and they were like, you got to forgive your father. <laughs> I was just like, shit. Like you, you, you start to dive into like some serious shit and right. like, there was one time where I did shrooms and I took way too much, but they gave me a tough love. I would, I'd actually have him like really bad, like thoughts, like what's the point of this? I had, I had stopped doing comedy and I was like, what's the point of living in New York city? I was like, suicide came up a few times. I thought about it and they were like, they were like, Oh, you want to kill yourself? Huh? Motherfucker. And they fucking made me have, they thought I thought I was going to die at one point, which it sounds terrible. It doesn't sound like a good time. But I, I literally was like, no, I do not want to die. I literally felt like I was was going to, and they were like, they were like, see. And then after I got through that, I had the best time of my life. Wow. Well, I, how long do they last though? Six six to eight hours. Gee, Caleb, that's a whole shift at a job. I know. Jesus. Yeah. So that one time I had a bad trip. It, I didn't even really consider it a bad trip. It, I took too much, which also you should know when how much to take and a lot that's the thing a lot of kids just take him because they don't know how much they should take mm-hmm. you know there should be more education about this stuff because it can be used for um good and i mean yeah it's the same thing with weed though that's what i'm saying yeah we you smoke too much you, you don't have a good time yeah because you're busy tripping out yeah i i remember uh Zoe is pretty big on like this this whole this company superb they mm-hmm. do like edibles okay and uh she brought some to the studio mm-hmm. and I was like yo give me a piece like small piece nothing 
And then during, as we were recording an episode, I remember thinking like, damn, this is it. Yeah. This is it. You're done. I, Nobody's going to listen to your shit no yeah. more. <laughs> you yeah. suck. I went home for Thanksgiving and I, um, you know, everybody on Thanksgiving drinks the night before Thanksgiving Eve, like the Wednesday. Yeah. So I, I drank and I was in my hometown. I'm like, I hate this place. I can't believe I'm back here. I don't know. I just, it's a great, New Paltz is a very nice place to visit. I just don't recommend living there. Um, uh, I went out. So the next day I was hungover as fuck. And I was like, I need to, I need an edible. So my friend gave me an edible and it wasn't kicking in. I did the classic mistake. I ate more. <laughs> I could My mom's like, are you going to, like, because my dad's not there on Thanksgiving anymore. So I have to be like the man of the house, sort of, because I'm the oldest. And she's like, can you carve the turkey? Dude, if you saw me try to do that shit high as fuck, I was like, dude, I can't, I can't do this. <laughs> I can't, I couldn't get up. Like my my fucking brother's girlfriend comes in from um she comes in and she has like a big case of beer and she's like it's heavy and I in my mind I went I should get up and say hi nice to meet you give me the I'll take the beer just be a gentleman right I just went uh <laughs> <laughs> I just stared at her too high then my brother comes over my other brother and he's like yeah I just got some uh, weed from Colorado I was like dude I do not want to hear the word Colorado right now. <laughs> I'm so fucking high, and I couldn't do anything. And my uh, my mom was like, "Dude, are you okay?" And I was like, "No, I'm staying in the basement." And I had to take a nap. Wow. And I woke up and I was still fucking high, and I was like, "I ruined Thanksgiving." <laughs> <laughs> nah, that yeah. shit is real. Though. That shit is. That it shit will is put real, you on your son. ass, man. Yeah. And I was mad at my friend because I was like, "Dude, you knew it fucking takes a long to kick in." He was saying, "You should eat more. You should eat more." He knew. He knew. He's a bastard. Yeah, he knew. Yo, that that episode that Zoe and I did, and I felt that way. People would probably never hear it. Yeah. Listening back, I'm like, that ain't nothing but the damn edible. I yeah. don't even think like that. But yeah. I like at the time, and I was trying to be so cool about it. I was just like, yeah, you know, it's weak. It's weak as hell. It was kicking my ass, boy. Dude, like I, my friend um, who sells me edibles. He, I bought some from him because I really enjoy edibles. I have this weird thing where I don't know, even cigarette smoke, when I smoke it, it'll cause me to have like a little bit of a panic attack. And I was telling my friend about it, and he was like, Did you have like a weird fire or something when you were a kid or something? I was like, I have no idea. So I think just the idea of smoke in my lungs makes me panic a little bit. So when I smoke weed, I instantly go into paranoid mode with the weed oil. That I've been smoking, it does, that doesn't happen. That shit is beautiful. Right, I hear that a lot. Yeah, that I vape it. It's amazing. Um, what were you talking? What did you ask me? <laughs> <laughs> I forgot. Oh my goodness, I forgot too, Caleb. It's yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. No, but um, what I like about I'm not gonna lie, what I like about you is like you're just so you're able to be so open. Oh, thank you. Like I, I went to school away. Mm. So a lot of my white friends were open with each other. Like, they mm. were open with us. Mm. And then, like, men's lacrosse and girls' lacrosse, we always together. So it's like, of course, I could trust you guys. But I I don't think I've ever met somebody like you who's just able to be open. And then, you know, as podcasters, you're even open with your listeners. Mm. I think that that's amazing. I, yeah. I just think <clears> – <throat> I think I'm going to start a segment on my podcast called Drug School. You Cause should. It's because you literally – people fucking die from this shit. And, like, drugs are fun and they should be – you know, you got to be careful, though, with everything. They don't – there's things in life that you don't – like school, right? You think people would educate you. They're like, drugs are bad. That's all they tell you. Yeah. They don't tell you how to use them. And me, I'm a little shit. So whenever I go, don't do that, I'm, I'm going to fucking do it. <laughs> <laughs> you know? <laughs> and they've, they've found studies where heroin, like, when they legalized stuff, like drugs, drug use has gone down. I think it was uh, Portugal. Like, they – I've been there. It's beautiful. Yeah, th I think everything's legal there. Well, decriminalized at least, and drug use has actually gone down. I think there's something about humans when you say you're not allowed to do this. They go, oh, yeah, fuck you, and they, they're going to do this it anyway. This is true in my life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I ain't never do that. And also a lot, yeah, a lot of people are self-sabotagers, you know, and they're like, I'm going to do this because it's the worst thing ever, and it's illegal and blah, 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 heroin addiction, blah, blah, blah. But, uh, yeah. And then, like. Growing up, like especially growing up in a black household, it was like mm -hmm. weed leads to heroin. 
Yeah. You didn't die. That's I it. Know. I know. Like everything is like a gateway to something that's going to kill you. I know. Isn't that so funny that they say weed is a gateway drug? Yeah, because I, I mean, weed never led me to go. Yeah. the only I'm scared of everything else. The only time I've ever tried a new drug was when I was drunk. <laughs> <laughs> tried horse tranquilizers once when I was drunk. Yo, they do that in England. They yeah. do. They do a lot of. What is it called? Is Special K. Yes. Ketamine. Yes. Which in small doses, it's very beautiful. It just makes you feel like uh, melty, loose. But uh, I'm scared of it because you can get into a thing called a K-hole and where you can't move. I literally watched a girl on Special K walk up to me, look at me, and she she I, she didn't even – she couldn't talk. And she had her hands like – wrapped her hands because <laughs> she was so fucked up. And then she just fucking puked. And I went, oh, that looks fun. Never going to do that drug. But then I tried it eventually, and I did a little small little dose, and I was like, okay. Is it a pill? What is it? Powder. You, snort, oh. you can snort it. Oh. Yeah. Oh. But like, that's that's some fucking bullshit. It's uh, weed is probably they just came out recently that as cancer, it they I think like the Cancer Foundation, finally admitted that it kills cancer cells, marijuana. Wow. Which is good for potheads because they spend most of their life staring into a microwave, anyways. <laughs> <laughs> so it'll, it'll benefit them, you know. But weed also helps with like panic attacks mm-hmm. it helps with um from from what i understand i have i have a friend whose relative is like very like she's not she's just antsy like she's mm-hmm. just always doing something and it's just like oh what's this let me touch uh-huh. this and she smokes weed and she's like i'm able to just you know take my time and sit down and just be where i am i don't have to be doing mm-hmm. stuff and she said before she was smoking that it it just couldn't happen for her. Like, and she was like, that's why I always loved retail because it's fast. Mm-hmm. I get to be everywhere and nobody thinks I'm strange. But now since she started, she vapes a lot. And yeah. she's like, I don't even want to be in retail. Mm-hmm. This, this is even, this is even who I want to be. You ever heard of the comedian Bill Hicks? No. You should listen to him. He's very good. He has a, a joke. He says, marijuana doesn't make you lazy. It just makes you realize that what you're, what you were going to do wasn't worth the fucking effort. Because <laughs> he goes, I don't want to go to a shitty job. I hate. He goes, I'd rather just get high and eat cereal and watch cartoons. Yeah. It's like, and then people, people will be like, "You're lazy." It's like, you know what? I don't fucking want to do this. I don't want to. You don't have to. I mean, it, it is an adult thing because you have to support yourself, obviously. But if you hate your fucking job, quit. Find something that you love doing. Right now, I love what I do. Don't you don't you do not have to work in a shitty fucking job, and that's honestly bad parenting. Not from my mom, but my dad. My dad was basically like, "Go to work, blah blah blah." That shit. Like, and I was like, "I don't want to do this. I want to do what I love. Why not? You only fucking live once, man. Like, YOLO. <laughs> <laughs> Carpe diem. Yeah. Seize the day, motherfucker. Yeah. No, you gotta just. You can't." I, Carpe DM and honestly, me. yeah, and honestly, a lot of this stuff clicked in when I did uh, DMT. What's that? Dimethyltryptamine. What, what the Caleb? <clears throat> that don't even sound attractive. It's it's the most powerful psychedelic on uh, the planet. What, what is it? You snort it? <clears throat> no, uh, you can't ingest it. It's in everything. Your body produces DMT. It actually they actually think that uh, it's what your body produces when you have dreams or you have near death experiences. So that's why when people say I had an out-of-body experience when I died, that's DMT being released in your brain. It's actually in a lot of plants, and if you – you'd be tripping your balls off eating a salad, you know? Mm-hmm. Like that's what I heard somebody say. And um, so you, your body can't process it. And what they do is if you smoke it, that's when you can really – that's when you can you know, have an experience. Wow. Yeah. So what what was it like? It's the most amazing thing I've ever experienced. Do you in my see, life. like, do you have like, what do you call them, uh, hallucinations? Audio and visual. You, For real? you you literally leave your body. That's what it feels like, and you go into another u- universe or realm. That's what it feels like. I had somebody tell me that they reached another level of themselves being on drugs. I I didn't really understand. This that, is though. one of the. There's a few things that really stuck out to me. I was working at this shitty fucking job, fucked up place. <laughs> the owner, the the owner was. I like the owner. I don't like the people he put in charge because uh, egos are crazy, flexing muscle, motherfuckers. <laughs> do this, do this. And I'm like, I don't want to. Uh, I maybe have a bad attitude, but but uh, w- let's see. Um, 
uh, what was one time? Oh, so I was, they would text me constantly because I was kind of on the call all the time because I was a purchasing manager. So they, they needed to order, it was for a catering company. So the menu would change and they needed to order stuff. So I smoked DMT and I still felt myself thinking about what if they text me? What if they text me? And the beings looked at me and went, put that down or like, stop thinking about that. That's bad for you. It's stressing you out. And I went, oh, okay. It was literally like your parents being like stove hot. <laughs> you know? Like, I don't know. Yeah, don't touch that stove. And if you touch it, you're an idiot, you know? But and you learn. But like, I was like, okay. And they were like, come with us. And I went and had an experience. Wow. That was one time. And there was another time where I was literally in um, a place where I could tell it was like, you go to there to learn shit. And there was really intelligent beings. And I thought I was gone for a week. <laughs> I, you know what I said to them? I went, I got to go back because I have a job and shit. And they went, I guess they went, what? <laughs> I swear to God. And that's why this is different than a lot of psychedelic drugs because you literally, these creatures or beings or whatever the fuck they are, will just be like, they'll have conversations with you. And I'll be like, I'll be like, I got to go. And they were like, what? And they're like, all right, you should go. And I went, no, 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 no wait, wait, I want to stay. And they went, no, 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 you should, you should go. You got a job, stupid. You know, they, they don't. They probably don't understand what so a job all is. All of this happened to you under these drugs, but it never yeah. scared you. That I think you have. No, it's you're beautiful. resilient, Caleb. You're consistent. It, no, they're beautiful. And you know what he's. You know what they said to me. They said before you go, I want you to learn this. They went. Love is understanding. Love is understanding. And I, I opened my eyes, and all I could hear was love is understanding. That clicked so fucking hard, because you know. I could say that to somebody right now. Love is understanding. They go, oh, yeah, yeah, that's what it is, yeah. <laughs> but when it, it clicked, like I went, wow, that's what love is. Understanding everybody, empathy, even stupid fucking white nationalist Nazis. Try to see where they're coming from. Fuck those dudes. Okay. But, yeah, I'm not going to. No. I'm, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> see, like there was a guy that he, um, there was a, he had this like movie about his documentary. He was this black guy and he would actually befriend why um kkk members and turn them away make them not be racist anymore and then he would go around and when they would finally open up they would he would take them to um like like museums like about black history and then they, the dudes were like dude this is fucking terrible what we're doing and he would convert them make them that's i mean that's one way to do it or the other way is just to kill them <laughs> like you, but you can't kill people that's yeah, not right so i mean i don't i'm not saying you should love Nazis. I'm just saying that's what love is, is just trying to see where everybody's coming from. And honestly, a lot of their stupid shit is they're just dumb. They're like, Mexicans are taking their job. It's like, no, they're not actually. The rich people are making this place, this country horrible to be to work in. Right. Everybody's poor now. I don't know about agreeing with KKK members, but I understand where you're coming from. Oh, I understand I, about you, you don't know, agree with the KKK. Yeah, they're a bunch of, bunch of fucking morons. Yeah, like we're trying to see where people. Are. I just don't see where they're specifically coming from. But you know, I do want to bring a, a a member on the show. That would be interesting. Yeah, I definitely want to bring a member on the show. I'm just scared because well, they're violent. You know what I'm saying? Like that's what I'm saying. Like you gotta like. Yeah, they're violent people. That's what you got to be afraid of. Nazis are. I'm really scared of Nazis, to be honest. <laughs> like they'll stab but you. You're white though. They they ain't gonna hurt you. They they don't care. Really? They they hurt white people. Why hang out with people who aren't white? Right, I remember right, one time right, I was right. in California, and I think these dudes were Nazis. They could have just been punks mm -hmm. that looked like Nazis, but I was hanging out with this dude. He was Hispanic. And they fucking drilled him. Like they're staring at him, and I'm like, dude, I might fucking die right now, because I'm gonna fight. And That's I, they, right, Caleb. The thing, no, the thing is, they um, they are proud. They want to go to prison. Right. They, they they get red laces. They they did it for the cause. They have a fucking movement. They really want this shit to happen. So they're scary, and they should be looked at as terrorists. Exactly. They are That's fucking terrorists. That's what I always said. They are terrorists. It's not yeah. even like you don't have to sell the story. They really are terrorists. But, you know, I do want to, if not like a KKK member, you know, just somebody who just believes that, you know, people that aren't Caucasian are under them. I just mm -hmm. want to try to to hear them out. Never, I don't even see anything coming of agreement in that conversation, you but I want to hear them out. I know. Um, the ones that are really dangerous, because I used to, 
in New Paltz, actually, um, our mayor was marrying gay people before it was legal. So he got in a lot of, he made national news. He was on like Jimmy Kimmel, I think. Um, but he, Nazis moved into our neighborhood to wow. fucking try to, to stop it. People? To To stop the gay marriages and spread. They would drop, I would be walking down the street. I remember once I was walking down the street and I looked down and I pick up this little paper and it's like, and I mean, it didn't really say this, but it was like, do you hate Jews? Come to this meeting. So <laughs> it didn't say that, but it was like, it was Nazi propaganda. They, they just drop it so kids Yo, can see it. Like three years ago, somebody dropped a number on Instagram. Mm-hmm. It might've been Instagram. Yeah. Yeah. Had to be Instagram. And it was like, yo, listen, if you black, don't call this number. And if you tell me not to call the number, gonna call it, I'm yeah. going to call it. I called the number and it was the KKK line. Shit. And it was like how, you know, we're constantly uh, recruiting uh, pure Aryan blood. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what? Like all the times I don't do what I'm told to do. Why the fuck I know. did I not listen? Race- I was tight. Yeah. Racism is like so stupid. <laughs> it it really, make- really is, man. Because you, you, we're all the same fucking thing. We're all one. We're a human, you know? Right. You're not going to like somebody because the color of their skin. It's really, I mean, I know a bit, this is not like a great point I'm making. <laughs> but it's like, oh, yeah, he's going to, you know, I'm not going to solve anything by saying racism is stupid. But it's just like, why do you care? Why do you hate somebody because of their skin? Who cares? You're walking around angry all the time. It's pointless. Take some mushrooms and, uh, Realize that you're wrong. <laughs> I don't know. Oh I, um, goodness. there was, um, what was I going to say? Oh, yeah, the Nazis in my, um, hometown, they eventually got, they moved because the, um, this group formed called the Anti Racist Actions. And Anti-racist they moved, they moved. Actions. There was actually one time I heard this dude was a Nazi. He would say stupid shit like, when we would put rap music on the jukebox, he'd be like, why are you playing his black people music? And we'd be like, dude, fuck you. This is good shit. And he would come in, <laughs> he would come into the bar and there was this one night where I was like this. I was like, dude, you're a fucking Nazi. And he goes, what? And I was like, why don't you get the fuck out of here? I was drunk and I, I was angry. I wasn't getting laid, you know. <laughs> basically with dudes, if you're not, if you don't, if you're not getting pussy, you're going to basically be angry and want to punch somebody. It's, 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 that's, how, that's how it is. You gotta go and learn to control that. Or just get laid. But um I told him I eventually got him to crack and admit it. He went I was like just you you're a fucking Nazi. He goes, So what if I am? And I went and everyone went, dude, you need to get the fuck out of here. Get out. Wow. You're not welcome here, man. Oh. The table's turned. Yeah. And uh because he's a fucking he was the one passing around, he was the one that was giving out Nazi he he was not afraid. Hmm. And especially you're in a college hippie liberal town. Like New Paltz, and because you're that's usually where they are, though. That's what I'm saying because they want to like infiltrate, yeah. That's usually where they I don't understand that. It takes a lot of time, it takes a lot of caring about other people. Mm-hmm. I don't understand that. Sometimes I have to remind myself to care about shit that's going on in my life, yeah. I, I can't, I don't I have the time to care about mm-hmm. other people, like, mm-hmm. I don't understand. But what I do, what I do notice about racism and like the Nazis, they very they are very like they don't fear anything. They don't care. They're going to tell you, mm-hmm. I don't like you. And, yeah. And, I mean, no, I can't say that. The black community loves me. So, nope. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's, there's but like, I get it. Yeah, I yeah. get I get the fact, like, the way they go so hard for something that just isn't right. Mm-hmm. I just want my people to understand. We got we to gotta go hard for what is right. Because exactly. the way they don't fear nothing, I wish mm-hmm. that for everybody. But. I know. They're just wrong. They're I just wrong. You, I want to love everybody. I want to like be nice to everybody. Is that the drugs talking? <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm sober today. <laughs> I'm hungover, but I'm not sober. No, it's you got to love. You just got to try to love and spread happy feelings. But like, right. if also just was that line from the um, Boys in the Hood? Don't respect somebody that doesn't respect you. If okay. someone's being a dick, then you know what? I'm not going to give my love. I'm not going to, you know, you know what I'm saying when yeah. I say love, right? Yeah. Not like a flowers and shit <laughs> and hard candy <laughs> chocolate you know you, you're, i'm not gonna like love you as a person right. i'm gonna just be like fuck you man you just i don't you get out of my life yeah. you don't really i don't want to be around you, you have bad vibes yeah we don't need that in life caleb is the type of person that we got to protect that old cause caleb is a gem he's mm-hmm. what you call rare he's what you call special cloth alert 
You know what I'm saying? Caleb, tell them where they could check you out. Tell them where they could find your show. Caleb's show is doing amazing. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Check that out. You can find me on the street (laughs) in in 10 years (laughs) with a box. You know what? I saw a, a homeless guy real quick. I saw a homeless guy. And I almost gave, I didn't have any money on me, but I really wanted to give him money. He goes, um, I'm too ugly to be a prostitute. <laughs> <laughs> I need money. And I was like, that is a fucking hilarious sign. I'm too ugly to be a prostitute because he fucking was ugly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. He was beautiful. Um, where can you find me? Uh, you can go to my website, calebarge.com. Um, Twitter is at uh, Caleb Thoughts. And you can, my podcast is We're Going to Hell Podcast on Instagram. Um, Twitter, WGTH podcast. I have a Tumblr page, I think. I don't know. <laughs> if you go to like, Facebook.com, we're going to hell podcast. You live stream now, don't you? Yeah, we live stream yeah, on YouTube every stream. Wednesday at 6.30. Um, if you want to be on the show, if you want to, like, you know, send me something to talk about, something that's bothering you, you want to know about drugs, uh, we're going to hell podcast at gmail.com. Yo, Caleb, good looking, man. I really appreciate you coming to talk to me. You no really problem. schooled me on drugs, too. Oh, good. You always dropping little gems, so I had to talk about it on air. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Thank you for having me. Yeah, no doubt. I appreciate y'all listening, man. This is Thank Me Later. We out of here.